G'day guys, Shane from Karate Over Coffee. Got part one of a three-part series with Sinari Yahiro, which is our karate's first Australian Olympian. Um, so we started chatting quickly, just early about the Olympics and then sort of talk, turned into what it takes to become an elite athlete in Australia. Um, and he, he was saying that he went to 23 countries in two years to qualify for the Olympics all off his own bat, no, no sponsorship, no, no funding from any um, karate federation or the, the Australian Karate Federation or the Oceania Karate Federation, nothing. So, um, so yeah, look, it's, it's really interesting. So sit back and enjoy and look out for part two and part three coming shortly. Cheers. G'day guys, welcome back to Karate Over Coffee. I'm with Sunari, our, our first um, karate, Australian Karate Olympian. So uh, welcome back, buddy. Hey, hi Shane. Welcome Thanks for having to, me again. Welcome back to Brisbane. Yep, back you, in Brisbane, back in lockdown. Back in lockdown. So um, you're back in quarantine? Yep, uh, uh, I've done a week of quarantine now, so another week to go. Okay, cool. I'm in, uh, in sunny Brizzy. Mate, it's, it's a bit chilly. It must be about 24 degrees. I'm wearing a jumper. Mm, yeah, it looks, you know, I'm in the room, so there is no air, so I can't yeah. tell what the temperature, but the weather outside looks really good. So what is what is the go with the quarantine? Are you let on the balcony? No, I don't have a balcony, so oh. yeah, so I just have like a window where I can stare out and get jealous. So all the um, all the Olympians are in that in that um, hotel? Yes, yeah, all yeah. Olympians in. I bet all the swimmers, man, I, they've got, they've probably got like king size beds and, and uh, three balconies, double rooms. Yeah. I think the, all the swimmers and stuff left a little bit early. We had to, we had to leave. Oh yeah. Within like two days after the whole sports finished. Oh, after your events finished? Yeah. So that was the rules like from like the, like the playbook and the Olympic committee. Oh, okay. So one where when I was there, it was mainly this like athletics, water polo, basketball. Yeah, people. Yep. Oh, that been cool. Did you get to meet any of the? Um... Yeah, I met the boomers. Like, oh, did you? Yeah, that was that was, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Patty yeah, Mills. Bronze medal for them. Congrats for them. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I couldn't believe it was a, our first medal in basketball. I know. It's crazy. Right? It's, it is really competitive, but once you look at it, like other countries. Yeah. 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 It's. Um, mm. Well, the fact that we had Shane Hill, uh, I can't believe we didn't get a medal. Yeah, like, it was really funny because the Kiwi team did the hucker against them once. I think it was the last Olympics. Oh, like, okay, yeah. Yeah, their eyes were like on fire. Oh, yeah. The US yeah, team yeah. was just looking at them like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, uh, you know, like in Australia, we only ever get to see the Australian sports, you know. Yeah. Like, but this time with the Olympics, um, Seven Plus did an app and and you could actually pick and choose everything right yeah yeah it was awesome man i, I couldn't mm -hmm. believe it and um but yes on the regular channel seven or seven mate or whatever it is it was uh, just australian athletes yep it, it'd be it would be fantastic well you could actually yeah on the different sports you could see new zealand play america in the basketball mm. um which is yeah um which is great and, and you were on mainstream channel seven yeah my family yeah yeah that was cool did your family tape it and i think so yeah i think i hope, I hope they did <laughs> <laughs> i'm well i'm sure your channel seven will give you a copy if, if needed yeah 
But I think actually for the next couple of weeks, you can go back and watch any of the Olympics. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. still there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, so the, um, did you stay for the closing ceremony? Yes. Yeah. I was fortunate. I had to ask initially. Yeah. Yeah. They were going to fly us out straight out. And I was like, it was only an extra day. Yeah. Yeah. So I just asked them and say, look, man, can I stay for the closing ceremony? And yeah, they said yes. Okay. That's cool. I mean, but fortunate. Yeah. Was it was it as good as the uh, World Games in Taiwan? Oh, yeah. Having no crowd. Yeah, yeah. Like, the one in Taiwan was really epic. Like, we just walked, walked out of the stadium. Similar, like when you come out like for the tracks. Yeah. And the whole crowd like full with like glow sticks on. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leon. I mean, yeah. there was a lot of people. One area of the stand was full because of yeah. like all the olympic people and all the important people but that was it but i was just thinking if that stadium was full it would have been crazy yeah the um what was the budokan like budokan was good it was all renovated and the seats were all like brand new and all the walls were fixed oh no it was nice yeah but you know you get enough people like at one area where all the athletes were sitting yeah there was yeah Yeah, there's still atmosphere yeah there was you know it's like for us it was like a normal competition we don't get crowds anyway so well, it's bigger than any crowd I've ever seen at a uh, yeah, <laughs> especially in Queensland. But uh, the um, yeah, cool. All right. The uh, um, and did you fly out the next day? Did you? Yes, we are like midday in the night. Yeah, but you're, you're not allowed to mingle with other other countries. Yeah. So on the last night, like on in the lobby, the Aussie team pretty much just hang out and just mm. like socialize. But yeah. um, we weren't allowed to like do that with other countries. Yeah. Did you and have? If you're like in the cafeteria, or if you're at the shops, and you see someone talk to them, that's fine. Yeah. But you couldn't actually like the rules were like you can't socialize. Yeah. Can't gather mm-hmm. with other countries. Yeah. And um, what about? Um, well, were you staying by yourself, or were you sharing with anybody in the room? Or so initially we had like a. It was like you have one common area in the middle where there's like just a fridge and like a couple of tables. And then you have like four different bedrooms, like just a single bed. Okay. Other rooms had like, you had shared rooms. Yep. So I had, initially I was with Mark. Yep. But then after like two days, because there was so much space. Mark, you, you kept the coach. the whole apartment to ourselves pretty much. Mark Golding, the coach? Yeah, Mark Golding, yep. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, what about the beds? I heard the uh, those cardboard beds. Yeah, quite comfortable. I'll be honest with you. Okay. Yeah, you know they didn't break or nothing. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's pretty. I think it's a cool idea because it's you only use it for the Olympics, right? Yeah, yeah. There we are, and then like it's cardboard beds, environmentally friendly. Yeah. The walls are like I think all the apartments they had walls like cardboard, like semi cardboard walls. Okay. Built in for the rooms, and I think afterwards it's gonna after the Paralympics they're just gonna take the walls out. Okay. And then they do a bit of renovation, and I think they can sell the places apartments. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a smart idea. Each country has their own apartment. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Some countries, if you like small, you mix it with other countries. Yeah. But Australia pretty much had their own apartment with some Oceania countries on top. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it was really cool. Like you know, everything was so yeah. professional, so organized. What was your um did you talk talk to other athletes i mean yeah, like every other now and then, yeah. australian especially like uh, boxing teams 
Yep. We got we're close because we're like this combat sport. We have the same manager. Yeah, okay, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So I was with yeah, Harry he got the yep. bronze medal. Yeah, speak to yep. him a lot. Really okay. nice guy. Cool. Really top work, yeah. And um oh mate, we geez, we didn't even talk about coffee. This is I'm just about to drink my coffee. Well, yeah. what do you what do you got there? So I got the new uh, Victoria coffee, the tea bags, the coffee bags. Not tea oh yeah, bags, so, yeah. So just, it's like instant coffee, but you use like more like a tea. Okay. So you brew it for a couple of minutes and you drink it. It's really nice. Yeah. yeah. Really good. Do you do you leave do you leave the tea bag or the, the coffee bag in there, or do you take it out, or is it? I think the instruction was like take it out after like five minutes. So okay, three four minutes. Yeah. Yep, and just makes it uh, nice and thick. Yep, good yeah. coffee. All right. Yeah. Well, that's a nice plug for Victoria. I'll, I'll send. Mm. I'll send you my address. Yep. <laughs> this is well. This is Karate Have a Coffee. I'm looking for a coffee sponsor. Yeah. Well, that's it. Victoria will look after you. Yeah, that's then, it, man. Yeah, really nice coffee. Yep. What a what about uh, yeah? I only drink Victoria at home. Hmm. What <laughs> what what was the coffee like in uh, at the Olympic Village? So we had like a barista oh wow yeah so this is the funny story like so aoc organized like a, i think a couple of people in japan who like lived in australia i think they just had ties so yep. they had like a professional coffee machine and they had baristas working there so i was yep. talking to the barista and so barista works for like a coffee company in japan and the owner's wife and kids are in sydney okay and they do karate with my brother. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's such a small world. So he's like, oh, you're the karate guy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, my boss's kids do karate with your brother. I'm like, how's that work? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So it was, yeah, it was really cool. Like, yeah, small world. Yeah. Well, it must, it must have been a uh, big asset being able to speak Japanese. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's yeah. easy. But other people come up and go, hey, uh, Sonari, can you just uh, ask ask this question? Did you get it? Yeah, look, sometimes, but the volunteers all spoke pretty good English. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty like, yeah, the volunteers were amazing, like, really amazing. Like, they just really went out of their way to help out. And What was the, what was the general vibe like in, in Japan? Because I know there was like a very small um, percentage of people, or Japanese people actually wanted the Olympics to go on. Well, I think the what well, you weren't exposed to that sort of well we well from like the information i gathered it's like the same in here it's like you got like you know left wing people yeah who kind of like and the media who kind of say they don't want to have the olympics or yeah whatever but when the olympics happened they just flipped their hand and started airing the olympics and mm. doing shows and doing whatever and saying it's, like, it's the greatest thing yeah. ever what if it gets the ratings? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's nuts, you know. That's why I think Toyota got really upset with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Toyota boss said they're not going to make a special ad. Yeah. That says like Toyota support. Toyota's like the main sponsor for Olympics. Yeah. Because the media was um like, because the media's been so anti Olympics. Mm. And now when the Olympics starts, they're like, oh, because it's on, we'll just. We just air it for the ratings. Yeah, 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 and, and make make our billions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. So I think when and it actually then, happened, some of the media actually copped it because well, they had no choice. So they should have they should have just supported from the start. I think. Yeah, and then yeah. after the Olympics, 
they start talking about 18,000 cases in, in Tokyo or Japan yeah, because of the Olympics, you know, <laughs> yeah, you can't win, bro. No, you can't win. You can't win. So. It's just the same as the same as a karate. You, you can't win. You know, like uh... no, no win situation. But the general public was like, it was really great to see the athletes. Like, yeah, the fact that yeah, if we for us athletes, I think it's it's you know the best thing we can do is like do our best, and if it moves someone's heart a little bit, yeah, gives them a bit of a joy. You know that that's all we can ask for at the olympics i think like, yeah not much yeah. more but... well the, the same could be said about yourself mate um mm. you know you uh unfortunately didn't win any any medals but the amount of exposure that you gave uh to karate in australia was was huge and and also you know for the for the kids who are doing karate you know they want to be the next scenario they, they want to represent australia so yeah. um the fact that uh that, that you were there it's it's you know like my my son was watching it um and um he he loves haruna yeah he loves haruna um because he's got this karate karate door video game have you have you uh-huh. seen it's a yeah, yeah, the one. Karate app. yeah the karate app so uh he he fights haruna and mm-hmm. uh, so he's watching haruna up there and then you know he he's following along he, he's doing kumite as he's moving as, yeah. as watching you guys and um, so that like that sort of thing he can actually see somebody from australia um go to the olympics uh-huh. is um something something tangible for for the kids here yep so um yeah man you'll um it, you'll be you'll be the next uh person like i want to be the next scenario yeah, you know, for me, that's like, that's all I can, you know, I'm happy if that is, you know, if I can help some kids do, you know, enjoy yeah. karate more. And even if I don't, if I can't teach them directly or can't speak to them, but if I can have influence on their karate, yeah, I can't well, ask like, much more. At the, at the next competition, if, if you go, uh, you know, Australian Open Nationals, it'd be, honestly, there'd be kids coming up and asking for your autograph. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. If they're not already doing it yeah you know um, it'll be nice you know it'll be nice to just like you know be like a be something for the kids to look up to yeah 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 like uh you know because australia is so far away from everywhere um, yeah we're so far away you know geographically um that it, that it's really hard for a for a sport to um you know there's no funding there's no funding <laughs> for you to go uh, um overseas and fight and um you know the, the training is is up to you like there's no there's no set plan by anybody else like those sorts of things make it make it almost you know almost impossible for australia to to consistently do well overseas yeah. well it's um it's a system not made to succeed right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's it's the individual athlete mate who who will yeah. who will win a medal for australia in, in any in you know world champs or karate ones it's, it's mm-hmm. not you know there's not 10 athletes who will win 10 medals it's one yeah. athlete out of out of a thousand um who was put in the hard yards who's put in the 20 years of training um who will win um in, instead of countries like iran turkey france where there's a big system in place yeah to push those those elite athletes up 
apart from yourself, who, who else is an elite athlete in, in Australia? Karate. Uh, Mitch Durham, he's good, yeah. Oh, yeah, Mitch, yeah. Yeah. Mitch, Daniel Thielen, I think they're doing – hope they, like, you know, push a little bit more. And well, they're, they're doing – young kids like Ethan. Uh, yeah. you got a couple of really young kids coming up, next yeah, generation, like fresh 18, 19-year-olds, so – but again, like that's individual. Like, there's no, there's no, gov- there's no funding for them, which yeah. which makes it, you know, really really hard. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really up. It's up to them. It is, yeah. And it's just, um, and like, it'd be very easy to just get discouraged and go, uh, yeah, yeah it's, like, it's too hard. They, yeah, and sometimes they see like they go to the world championships, they see it, and they go. So it's going to be very hard to get here, like, to get to the top level of here. But yeah. you kind of see the commitment you need to put in. Yeah, yeah. Once you, once you see the people at the top and you're like, see that you want to do it or yeah. you don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yep. Yep. You, you realize maybe maybe karate isn't, you know, isn't for me. Or, yep. you know, maybe yep. that, that extra commitment, like the fact I have to wake up at four o'clock every morning, it's just too hard for me. Yeah, and that's that, that's because fine. that culture isn't embedded as well. Like, that's right. You see sports like swimming, it's a given. Yep. Like, before school, you wake up at four or five, go swim for two or three hours, go to school, yep. go to the pool again, swim. Like, that culture is embedded in the sports like swimming. And, like, even rugby, like, you know, football, yep. like, the amount of hours you need to put in are like, it's embedded in the culture. Yeah. Um, and there's, I mean, you look at, swimming for example there are elite athletes yeah you know in instead of in karate there might be a hundred good athletes 100 athletes whereas swimming there's 10,000 so yeah 10,000 get pushed down to 5,000 those 5,000 get pushed to foot to 2,000 and, and then it bottlenecks up to and you get the, the elite yeah in karate there's a hundred and there might be one or two three people yep. who are who have put that commitment in maybe mm-hmm. naturally talented as well um, yeah or, or who are committed financially to go to all the different karate ones yeah um, and and to put that time aside and and young enough or or old enough where uni or job security isn't a thing or meeting meeting you know partners you know, you've got to sort of push that aside if you want to be if you want to be yeah well, well that's it. Like you can't you can't do you can't you're gonna give up the majority of your life. Like, yeah. you can't do. You know, whereas if it's a full time, like a job, pretty much, or like the other sports, like you can do it as a part of your living. Yep. Different story, but yeah, yeah. for us, yeah. we've got to find time to work, save money, then That's go right. to training. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. you have to have a lenient boss. That's it. Yeah. Um, so yeah really lenient boss yeah yeah, yeah very because you need, you need hey boss i need six months of the year off yeah pretty yeah. much <laughs> different times of the year <laughs> so thank you for listening to karate of a coffee and if you're enjoying the podcast and in getting something out of the episodes there are a few things you can do to help us if you don't already subscribe to us on youtube please do so we release these episodes every friday morning australian time plus we release some smaller espresso shots during the week on both our YouTube channel and our Facebook community group. You can also subscribe to us on our Apple or Spotify. Leaving a five-star review will be very beneficial as well. If you have any suggestions or topics, 
or feedback or anything that you want to talk about, please put it in our comment section on our Karate Over Coffee community Facebook group. If you'd like to support us, please visit our online shop where we have official Karate Over Coffee shirts, hoodies and mugs available. Your continued support is appreciated and a vital way for the podcast to keep moving forward. Thanks guys.